Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast where we try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the agent experience, hopefully improve the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO and founder of Expedia Interaction Marketing. You can check us out at ExpediaUSA.com. Expedia is a 500 growing to 600 seat. I don't even know if we should use seat anymore since we're mostly work from home, but employee (laughs) contact center outsourcer located here in in Erie, Pennsylvania. Hey, uh, before we get into today's episode, two quick things. If... I don't know if you've seen on LinkedIn, but we are trying to do something kind of cool. And we're doing an an NFT sale or drop for every single episode. It's not out yet, but we have the first 30 NFTs for the first 30 episodes um, that we're we're close to being able to to unveiling to everyone. So how this is going to work is every single episode will have an NFT on OpenSea. And OpenSea.io is kind of like the eBay or the Amazon for the sale of of NFTs. If you purchase that NFT, and it's going to be cheap, it'll be like 200 bucks, something like that. We're going to do it with ETH. So you do need to have an NFT wallet. You do need to have some cryptocurrency of Ethereum or ETH in your wallet as well. When you purchase this NFT, you're going to be able to have a fully transferable smart contract that's going to be attached to this. So not only are you going to get the NFT for maybe your favorite podcast episode, you're going to be able to have direct access to me. Uh, We'll be able to do some FaceTime calls throughout the year, just you and I um, on any questions that you may have that I can help with your contact center. Uh, We're going to do some group webinars. There's going to be some gear, some hoodies and some t-shirts and some things like that attached to it as well. And remember, if you get uh, transferred or you get bored or you don't like what uh, what I had to say in our webinar, you can always sell that NFT. So I think there's going to be a rarity to it because this is going to be one of the first podcasts to do something like that. And that smart contract and that utility on the back end is also going to be able to be transferred to the to the next owner. So they get the chance then to, to use the webinars and, and, and those types of things. So check that out. Follow me on LinkedIn if you're not. I'm going to be posting a lot of stuff on that. Also on our Facebook page, um, the Advice from Call Center Geek Facebook page. Also, just real quick, if you guys are listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or, or any of those kind of main networks not on the on the website, on the Expedia website, please, can, if you can please post a review. We haven't had a review in a, in a little bit, so I would I would really appreciate that. 
All right, let's get into today's episode. And I've had some questions, which I think were pretty, I guess, thought-provoking questions of of where where we are today, where my actual physical contact center is today. What are we utilizing? Are we are we back home? Are we in the office? You know, what are some of the things that I'm looking out for now? Uh, some of the things that maybe you should be kind of looking out for. Some of the things that I'm hearing that are coming down the, the pipe. Whether it relates to COVID, Delta variant, technology, those types of things. So I kind of want to give you, now that we're kind of heading, well, we are into fourth quarter, we're heading into uh, to 2022, some of the things that you know maybe you should be looking out for, and, and here's some of the things that we're actually utilizing. So to give you a quick background, we were 100% brick and mortar pre-COVID. Once COVID hit, we went 100%, or I would probably say 99.9% because I still came into the office, work from home. We then, um, in the spring, early summer, brought back about 40% of our workforce. And these were people that were financial services agents dealing with credit cards and retail and some healthcare providers agents, right? That had to be HIPAA compliant and those types of things. So any type of compliance, you guys have heard me say that a hundred times we brought back. Well, we sent them all home again. Um, and that probably happened about 30 days ago. So we are about 90% work from home and we have about 10% of our agents in, in support staff here. It's all voluntary. If you wanted to come into the office and you know, a lot of these just you know, want to get out of their house. Um, Maybe their internet's not great, you know, those types of things. So that's kind of where we are from that standpoint. My plan will continue to be the same as soon as this Delta variant drops. And where we are in Erie County, Pennsylvania, it's not dropping. We have a very low vaccination rate, even compared to the national average. So you know, that's been a little bit of a struggle for us, a struggle for the employees too. But anyway... That's kind of the plan is to as soon as, as as COVID starts to drop and we get back to a place where I feel comfortable, we are going to bring back the retail and, and PCI compliant and those types of, of agents into the office. We are still trying to do training or initial training a very short period of time. We would normally do 35 hours of initial training here at Expedia. We've cut that down. Unfortunately, I don't like to do that. But I think that's kind of the state of where we're at. So we try to bring the the reps into the office to do some initial training, fill out their paperwork, do the HR stuff. We can we can do it all digitally, right, and and all remotely as well through through the software. But we just like to see the people, meet the people, have the have them at least meet their supervisor face to face one time, and uh, then we're sending them home. We we can do all of our training remotely, which is something that's kind of brand new for us over the past year. But I think we've perfected it and we feel very comfortable with that. We have actually started to look outside of the Erie area for agents. So we're not going too crazy. You know, we're not going national, but, you know, we have a footprint probably about, you know, two hours, almost down to Pittsburgh now of, of agents that are are working uh, here at Expedia. We are still utilizing Slack for our main communication channel. We basically have set it up with channels for every client and every team that uh, is, is is working. So, you know, the cool thing is me as kind of the, the overall 
call center leader, CEO, I can you know have one message that goes out to the, to the entire uh, you know, to the entire organization, which I know for a lot of you, like, well, that we do that all the time. But for us, being brick and mortar, you know, we we really utilize email a lot more than Slack. And probably this was one of the things that really pushed us towards, you know, I guess almost improving our communication culture. So, you know, I love Slack. There's games that we're playing with it. There's a lot of different, you know, tools that we can incorporate with it and integrate into it, which we have done. So it's become a tool that is now really, you know, email internally is dead. The only, you know, real reason that we're using email is, is you know, outside communication with clients or vendors or, or those types of things. But internally, we're, we're still using Slack. The other thing that we're utilizing is I love that Slack has opened up their video. It used to be just 15 people could do it. I believe it's up to 50 now. So again, our morning meetings, you know, how we have a morning meeting with the supervisors and the, the OIC, the officer in charge, the person in charge of all the, the supervisors and myself in HR and all the supervisors then go and they have a team video meeting with all of their agents. The agents have to be on video. They can't like have their video off, right? We have to be able to see them, make sure that they're active, make sure they're up, make sure they're ready to go. <clears throat> And then you guys have heard, you know, kind of some of the things that we've done with Slack throughout the day and, you know, the first two hours of just making sure that we're trying to do IMs and that we're posting constantly. The other thing that um, is something that has pushed us, you know, internally, it was a little bit easier to be PCI compliant. Well, it was way easier to be PCI compliant because we controlled everything. When we'll work from home, you know, the, the cell phone policy and all those types of things kind of go away. So you know, we have developed some things we use nice in contact, as, as you guys all know. Um, we're using, you know, secure VPNs for all of our clients. So everyone is still utilizing kind of the, you know, everything through Expedia when they, they come in here very securely. And also, you know, we're making sure from a credit card when we're when we're securing credit cards, I know there's a lot of different ways that you can you can utilize that. We're basically sending them kind of sending the customer to to the IVR. They don't really realize that they just think they're we're sending them to a credit card, a secure credit card portal portal, excuse me. And the customer then puts in their credit card number that then feeds right into the screen, and the agent doesn't get to see the credit card other than the last four digits or the or here um, that is as well. So. Again, our agents I feel very comfortable with, but when you work from home, you might have a roommate, you might have somebody that is obviously not vetted by us um, in your house or in your apartment, and we want to try to be as secure as possible with that. Uh, One of the other kind of cool things from an agent engagement thing is we've taken gamification and and really tried to take it to the next level. It's really easy to play games when you're in-house. It's a little bit more difficult. I don't think that that's an excuse for work from home, but it is. It's harder. So you know, we're using gamification software where, you know, our reps can create their own avatars and they can, you know, they can even bet each other on coins every day on certain things like handle time or QA scores, which is, which is a lot of fun. There's a store that they can, you know, purchase certain things from, from gift cards to time off to vacation time. So we've kind of figured some of that stuff out and that's new, right? That's only been about a year for us that we've been kind of implementing um, those types of things. And, and I think it's going to get better and better and better as, as we roll. And the other thing is, you know, even, you know, things like Amazon gift cards are super easy. Gift cards being sent to people's emails, right? Instead of just saying, hey, here's 20 bucks like we used to be able to do on the floor. 
right, um, has been you know kind of something that we've utilized a lot more. I'd like to again, I should, probably should own stock at Amazon. I don't, with with just the amount of gift cards that we've we've purchased and and bought for everyone. You know, one of the other things that we've when we had people in house, we had kiosks set up for punching in and punching out. We used T sheets, and T sheets is by QuickBooks, and QuickBooks is our financial software anyway. So. With T-Sheets now, we have rolled that out remotely. So basically, you know, everyone is just punching and punching out on their home computers, you know, through the cloud. Um, and then, you know, we're kind of tracking it there from a, from a supervisor standpoint, from breaks and, and those types of things. So that's been um, something that's new for us as well, right? But, you know, we have a lot of times you have so much technology that you don't utilize or you don't think you need to utilize. But the cool thing is that you have it. And then when you need it, you know, you, you kind of go and you execute upon it. And, and those are some of the things that, you know, we've really seen from you know, really rethinking how we do things remotely from, you know, even just basic, just, you know, using Google Sheets, you know, and those, in, in, in using those types of, of cloud tools, right, just for, for quick meetings and, and talking to each other and working on projects remotely. Uh, we're using, you know, Trello boards as well to, to kind of keep up to date with what everybody is doing. You're using Slack and Slack channels as well for, for tasks and, and things that we need to do there. Um, you know, creating our own threads in, in Slack for some things that we're working on with certain reps. One of the things I did forget too is we have implemented, we've had QA software, but we just implemented nice in context QMA which is quality monitoring with analytics, which has really allowed us to, you know, drill down to sentiment as calls are happening, really come up with plans for monitoring for everyone. It's really enhanced our overall quality culture of the organization, be able to do things remotely. You know, we can send things to reps that have them score themselves and, and do those types of things too. So, you know, all these tools with the cloud, you know, the cloud is is goes way beyond just you know, how you operate and that you don't need a server in-house, right? The cloud has allowed flexibility for us to utilize so many different tools with so many different people in so many different locations that it's made, you know, work from home uh, easy, right? And to be honest, as a CEO, I probably did a poor job planning or thinking through this from a disaster recovery standpoint, like, you know, going on three years ago where I, I never thought we would have to do this. And now it's turned into second nature. But I think it was a, a I don't know, kind of a, a bucket of ice water in our face when everything happened. And we, we had to scramble and rush. We had a disaster recovery plan, you know, but everybody has that until, you know, it's kind of like Mike Tyson says, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. So it was a, it was a new experience for us. And I think we became closer as team members. We've become closer with our IT staff. Uh, we are utilizing technology to a point where, you know, it's it's maximized now instead of just having a tool that, yeah, maybe we could use it, maybe we don't. You know, we really got deep into our tech stack and, and said, how do we utilize some things for, you know, how we can use it? Maybe it's, maybe it's not even what it's made for, but, you know, how do we utilize it for, for what our needs are? And I think that's been a, a huge impact in, in what COVID has done. So, again, it's made, just like a lot of you, it's made us stronger. It's made our technology better. It's made how we communicate much better. I think our quality is better. I would still say our agent engagement is a little bit less because I thought our agent engagement was awesome when it was here. It was so much fun when you were here in-house. 
So we're still working on that. You know, a lot of that is still technology driven instead of people driven. And, you know, the people driver of that, I think, is a little bit more fun. Gamification is great. But still, you know, having high fives and talking and laughing and those types of things, you know, can be a little bit, you know, it's, it's not the same. So. Again, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Maybe that was just for me, just kind of recapping in my mind, you know, everything and all the things that we've done, but that's kind of where we're at. I I don't really foresee us moving back in-house until at least the end of first quarter 2022. We'll see where COVID is and and we'll see where kind of some of the restrictions are at, at that point, but we're, we're trucking along. Business is great. It's never been better. You know, we're getting some of our, uh, Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, some of our states are coming back to us with with two one one business and and with COVID related business and, and Q and A's that we need to answer for for the general public. Which is, you know, I thought that this would be long gone by then. Not only is it not long gone, but it's coming back in full force. So, you know, the the you know, I know I'm rambling here, but one thing I want to talk about too that I I do have in my notes is again, we are finding it's very. I don't want to say easy, but it's not that difficult to find employees um, if we're doing work from home, right? So we have to really, you know, kind of set a, a client expectation as well because we do have certain clients that say, hey, you have to be, you know, in, in-house, in right? And we'll talk to them about maybe a longer ramp up time. We can still find the employees here, but it's a, if we can do work from home, it's been a, it's been pretty easy, right, to find, uh, to find employees in, in our current environment. Again, crushing Facebook with that. That's kind of been our main tool. Using Indeed and that is great, but you know, Facebook has really been kind of the godsend for us uh, for, for finding people. So again, hope that was helpful, guys. Uh, thank you guys very much, and I'll talk to all of you next week.